0: If you've ever said something like, I can't seem to get my employees on board with initiatives or ideas I have, or it's so frustrating I can't seem to stand out in my marketing, then this episode is definitely for you. Running a service business can be hard. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So let me tell you you about a friend of mine named Adam. Adam came to me when he was having some some problems with his employees, and he was saying things like, I want my employees to have the same passion for serving my customers as I do. I want them to care about the things the same way I do. I want them to do things without me having to babysit them. And so I asked him a question. I said, what specifically do you want your employees to do? And he said, I want them to focus on customer service. And I said, what exactly does that mean? And he just gave me a blank stare. And I think this is a common issue that we have as business owners is we have we have these challenges we create for ourselves because we're not specific and we're not intentional. So we use terms like great customer service, or we have a great employee culture, or we have a um, you know we have a great policy on X, and we don't really say specifically what it is we're talking about. We use these general nebulous terms, and then we get frustrated when our employees don't understand what we're talking about. And to be fair to the employees. If we don't say specifically what we need them to do or want them to do, how could they possibly know, right? So one of the things I would recommend is whenever possible, we need to speak with intention and we need to be very specific. So again, instead of saying things like we have great customer service, let's declare exactly what that means. For example, instead of saying great customer service, we could say things that if this was applicable in your business, we respond to all inquiries with a live person. That would be somebody's version of great customer service, right? Or we guarantee service within two days or 24 hours or whatever the case may be for your business. We could also say um things that are more specific, like what our our, our service time is, response time, um, communication method, communication frequency. These are the kind of things that we could say that are relevant to our business rather than using a nebulous term like customer service. You just can't sell great customer service anymore, I don't think. I think that, you know, 20 years ago, maybe you could. I don't even know how relevant it was then. People want you to help solve their problem. Saying you provide great customer service doesn't necessarily articulate to somebody that you can solve their problem. Great customer service is a very uh, subjective term. It means different things to different people. It's going to be very difficult for a message to resonate with somebody if we're not using specific terms that they care about. Right. So let's talk about communication. Uh, this is another uh, area where people use generic, generalized terms. And I think that they're missing the boat and the cost themselves because they don't want to be specific. So instead of saying things like great, cust- or great communication, let's say what it means. Again, we always respond to our customers within 60 minutes or we always have estimates to our customers within 24 hours. You can't teach employees something like, quote unquote, great communication. Your interpretation of that and theirs will not likely be the same. Certainly, there's going to be some overlap on things that we all just kind of generally understand, but they won't know what matters to you most if you don't tell them. They won't matter what the priority should be if they're in a situation where they don't know what to do. If they don't have the the tools to make decisions, they're not going to be likely to make decisions that you're going to be happy with in the long run. So uh, again, great communication. Let's just nix that one and let's talk specifically about what it is we want to do and how we want to do it. In our marketing, let's figure out who our message is intended for. It's not very likely you're going to have a message that will resonate with a 53-year-old woman who loves cats who lives in the country, and a 22-year-old man who loves dirt bikes who lives in the city. That's not you're not likely to have a message that's going to resonate with both those people equally. We have to choose who our message is for. So I spoke to one uh, one of my clients one time. Long time ago, I first started working with her, her name was Crystal, and she said, "I want to stand out. I want my messaging to stand out." And I said, "Okay, well, let's let's start crafting who your message is going to be for." And she goes, well, wait, wait a second. I don't I don't want to limit anybody. I don't want to, I don't exclude potential customers. I want to serve everybody." And I said, "Well, how how could you possibly have a message that's going to resonate with everyone? The the more broad your message is, the more you the more messages you have to get out." Because you're, you're just going to have a, a, a lower percentage of people who care about what you're saying if you're speaking in generic terms. The lower the percentage of people who care, the more messaging you have to put out, which means the more money you have to spend on marketing. If you can get specific about who you're talking to, you can send less messages because that first or second message will resonate with the person rather than the 7 to 10 messages that a generic one would maybe need to, to, to do. To resonate with them. The, the, the more general the, the the message, the more often they have to hear it to find a different way to trust that you can solve their problem. Right. Um, so that's a marketing example of why being specific matters. As far as company culture, you know, instead of saying something like we have great company culture, when you're when you're looking to hire an applicant and you find somebody you're really happy about and you really want to get them on your team, when you say things like company culture. Again, that just doesn't mean anything specific to anybody. Um, They're probably going to be glad to hear it. They're probably going to smile and nod when you say that. But it's not necessarily going to connect with them in the way that you want. It's not necessarily going to carry any weight that would sway their decision on working for you instead of brand X. So instead of saying great company culture, we could say things like we have a team that's focused on supporting and mentoring each other, if that's the case for your business. If you have a great team who really does support each other and they really enjoy training and mentoring each other and helping each other, that would be what I would talk about rather than a quote unquote great company culture. Uh, or we're committed to our employees' advancement by providing training every month. That is something specifically that you could say you do if, in fact, you train somebody every month. Some companies train people weekly. Some have uh, some industries only quarterly is is beneficial or or um, adequate to to get people advancing their careers. Again, what's in it for them to listen to this message? If you're not talking about something specifically that they're going to care about, they're probably just going to tune out. So if you find yourself having trouble getting messaging that makes sense, or probably more likely, or at least equally as, as likely, is getting employees to just do the things you want them to do without you having to tell them specifically step by step by step. Let's talk about what exactly, clearly, specifically we want them to do and stop using these nebulous terms. So the first step to this is just look for those terms that we want to avoid. Great customer service, great communication. The word great, anytime you're hearing that said, whether you're saying it or somebody else is saying it, I would really tune into that one. Very, we have a uh, a very good culture or we have very good customer service. We have great customer service. Those are are indicators that a a generalized term is coming. And if you're using a generalized term, that's probably not where you want to be. We want to be specific. So let's train ourselves to stop using those words. So let's identify what they are. What in your your, uh, um, stuff that you hand out, your marketing stuff that you hand out to customers, read through it. What generic terms are in there? In your recruiting information for trying to hire new employees, what generalized terms are in there? And what can we do to get rid of those things? Now, one of the challenges we're going to face is to get rid of the word great customer service, we're going to have to declare and decide what specifically we do really well. Well, that's a really important thing for us to focus on, because once we can identify that, everything after that gets easier. The messaging gets easier. The sales gets easier. The training gets easier. All the things that will follow that will get easier. If we can make the difficult decision and really put the work into figuring out, What specifically we do really well. If you're a restaurant and you are known for making great pies, then focus on the pies. You know, if you if you if the hamburgers are pretty good, too, that's fantastic. But let's focus on the thing that, you know, you're really good at. Right. Um, When you say something like this, using a generic term or one of these, you know, what I would call kind of meaningless terms like great customer service. I just don't think that has a lot of meaning anymore. I would recommend writing it down making some kind of mental note, speaking a note into your phone, whatever whatever technique you want to make a point to come back and identify that and get with your team or just on your own sort out, what am I trying to say here and how could I be more specific to, and speak in a way that will resonate with people, whoever the audience is, whether it's a potential employee, existing employee, uh, potential customers, existing customers. How can I change the verbiage on this so it will resonate more? So in summary, I would say, let's just focus on paying attention when we're using generic terms and really commit to getting rid of those and understanding or acknowledging that oftentimes we're using generic terms because we want to avoid answering a more difficult question. It's a lot easier to say, yeah, we provide great customer service than it is to really dive in and figure out what specifically that means. Oftentimes we're going to find out we may not even have anything better than customer service. We may not offer anything like, 24-hour return time for estimates or a live person answering, we may figure out by having to dive into that, that we really don't have anything to differentiate ourselves from brand X. And if we do, it sucks that we find that out, but it's also great that we know what our problem is. So let's get to work on that. And the first thing is acknowledging that we're, we're when we use generic terms, we're trying to avoid a more difficult uh, question, probably. Or we just haven't declared it in a, in a way that... Um, we can articulate to our team and our customers. Stop allowing ourselves to use generic terms. Whenever we hear it, let's just stop immediately, write it down, identify it then, solve the problem right then if we can. If we can't, let's make sure we write it down, make a note of it, come back and solve it later. And then actively work to speak in clear, specific terms that are in line with our intended result. we know what our result is, let's speak in very specific, clear, intentional terms that will get us there and teach our employees to do the same thing. If employees come in and say things like I have a problem, that's a whole different thing than coming in and saying specifically what their problem is. If we can teach our team to speak in specific, intentional terms, life for everybody gets a lot easier, in my opinion. So thanks a lot for tuning in this week. That's what I have for uh, talking about being intentional and specific. Again, if this is a podcast is helpful for you, please give us a rating and a review. If you think that uh, you know somebody that could help, uh, please feel free to pass along. You can find us uh, soon. You'll find us anywhere where podcasts are available. And uh, by all means, pass us along if you think there's somebody that can get some benefit out of it. I'm Brian Harding, Successful, Service Industry Success, and I'll talk to you all next week.